0: What's up, Fire Dogs. Welcome to Coffee Break. This is episode number 10. Today, I talk with Brett Tompkins. Brett is a captain at the Nevada Test and Training Range, and he's the founder of the Original Mustache Club, a community of firefighters who talk leadership and personal development. Today, we talk about his experience in finding balance with leadership, along with some of his other personal endeavors. Welcome, Brett. It's great to have you. If you could just introduce yourself for the listeners.
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Brett Tompkins. Uh, I work for the Nevada Test and Training Range Fire Department's uh, DOD organization, I've been Air Force Fire Protection for just under 26 years. So started my career at, at Nellis, I did four years, uh, got out for a year, went to work at NTTR, then went back to Nellis when uh, 9-11 hit. So I pulled another year in the reserves and then uh, finished that year, came back, and I've been there ever since.
0: Awesome. What position you hold there?
1: I'm a uh, captain, so uh, station chief or station captain. Uh, I've been doing that since just under two years. Before that, I was a lieutenant. So we have lieutenants, uh, the crew chiefs, and then and then one captain. So I was a lieutenant for about fifteen years before I moved up.
0: What position or what rank did you hold in the military?
1: When I uh, Got out the first time as a senior airman, and then I was in the, the uh, IMA reserves, and I went back in and made staff sergeant through there. So when I ultimately got out, I got out as a staff. So I had about one year experience with that position.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about your experience. I mean, we, we emailed back and forth, and you mentioned that you learned a lot of, you know, transitioning from lieutenant to captain, and you know, in 26 years on. Sure, you got a lot of wisdom to share sure. with, with the listeners. So so how was yeah. um yeah, how was that transition from lieutenant to captain and go, kind of going up the hierarchy?
1: Yeah, it was it was tougher than than I expected it to be. You know, I've been I've been a company officer, lieutenant for, like I said, 15 years and uh and an acting captain uh from time to time. So we, we fill in when the captain's gone and so you know, I thought this is going to be easy. I'll move right in and and do my thing. And, uh, it was not. So there's a lot of struggles, a lot of, it's a lot different filling in that position than when you actually are in it full time and and you have all the responsibility of the personnel riding on you and, and, you know, their mistakes become your mistakes and basically answering for everything. And when you're, when you're just filling in, you know, they don't put as much responsibility on you. They kind of, a lot of things get over, passed over. And so that was a big change for me. And uh, so, you know, the the whole, the uh, captain I worked for moved up to assistant chief. So we had a good relationship and I thought it would be easier, but he, uh, he made a transition into that position and we were both new, learning you know he's learning the assistant chief I'm learning the captain so we kind of had a whole new dynamic that we had to learn both of us had to learn how to work through you know, over the last the last year or so and it's been almost two years and we're, we're getting to a good, good spot now where we're communicating and, and figuring out our positions where, where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing
0: yeah it's a tough transition and I've been in a handful of years and, you know, leadership is probably the hardest thing there is to do really. And the toughest transition for me was crossing from senior airman to staff sergeant, E-4 to E-5, crossing that threshold into where you're responsible for people. You're responsible for their actions. You're not their friend necessarily anymore. And that's a really hard transition. And it's understandable that it takes a couple of years sometimes and maybe even longer than that. So what kind of struggles did you deal with specifically
1: uh, finding balance, you know, I'm, you know, I study leadership, but, you know, I've always believed like, be the, be the leader that you've always wanted. And, and, uh, you know, I've probably the biggest criticism I've received is I sometimes put too much, uh, I guess, energy into backing up people over management or the organization. And so that's one of the things I've had to strike a balance with cause I went in there thinking, you know, I'm just, I, I'm going to have everybody's backs, you know, I'm going to do what's good for the guys. And, uh, I was so, so super focused on that, that I, I was kind of neglecting my service to my leaders and, you know, and that wasn't as important to me. And what I've tried to do is strike a balance where, you know, I'm, I'm servant leadership is a big thing for me. So, you know, I, I serve the guys that work under me, but I also had to Balance that with serving the leaders above me, and making sure that both sides are are happy and taken care of. Yeah, that
0: that makes was, sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, you know, it was tough, but I, I learned, uh, learned as I went. You know, I'm real hands on. I always say I'm a, a knuckle dragger. So, you know, the assistant chief I work for now, sometimes he'll, he'll pull me back intentionally just to get me stand back. And that was one of the lessons I learned. And uh, Like Jocko talks about it in that dichotomy of leadership when he first discovered that everybody was super focused on mission and nobody was standing back and looking at the big picture. And, you know, I was reading that book right about the same time it started to click for me because I started noticing I'm doing too much work, which I, I want to do because I want you know I'm, I always believe in like earning my my keep. So I want to do my part with, with the dirty work. But uh, I also had to learn to balance that with stepping back and seeing the big picture. Because as the captain, if I'm not looking at the big picture, nobody else is going to, and then, and then we miss things. And so I was noticing that I was I was missing things, and and uh, so I made adjustments and done the perfect but uh still try to maintain that balance of standing back and watching but still getting in and and helping out when i can
0: yeah it's almost a detriment to your team when you're too involved and he calls it detachment stepping back and detaching from something and then looking around and seeing what you got and when you don't do that and you're in the weeds with things you're more of a detriment really and that is a hard lesson to learn i for me personally as well you know you want to work alongside your guys because you've seen or I've seen in my past, those leaders that take advantage of the opportunity that they have to be dictating what's going on and to maybe go sit in a seat instead of help check the truck out or do some kind of physical labor. And you see that in your past and you're like, I'm not going to be that person. Right? That- I'm going to be right next to them and I'm going to be helping them out because I can work just as much as they can. I'm a tactical leader, but finding that balance is super important. Yeah. Because you have to detach balance, and see what the hell's going
1: on. Balance is the key. Uh,
0: yeah. you know, I also
1: had uh, one supervisor pointing out, you know, I thought oh, I'm out helping the guys all day and then I'll go get my stuff done. And he started noticing, Hey, you know, I'm getting emails from you at, at 10 at night. And uh, me, I'm thinking oh, I'm killing it you know, I'm up at 10 at night. He's going to be impressed that I'm burning midnight oil, but he saw it differently. And he, he opened my eyes and he said, you know, if, if you can't work, help the guys and get your stuff done before it's super late, you know, that's, that's not a good thing. Like you need to get your stuff done before that. And, and I had missed a couple of things too, things that he was asking for, like, I didn't get this stuff. And i I ended up putting it off because I'm tired because I'm doing all this other stuff. So yeah, again, back, back to the balance, you know, so I, I never wanted to be the guy, like you said, just sitting in the chair using the office as an excuse. We've had captains before that, Oh, it's time to wash the trucks. Oh, I got, I got office work to do. So I, I, the only, the only time I'll ever do that is if I'm under a little heavy deadline or have a lot of work to do, but, uh, I really make it a priority to get out there and and help with the grunt work and then get in and get my stuff done. And if if I got to stay up a little bit later, I I still do that. I just make sure I don't email my boss past 10 o'clock.
0: Well, it's your truck too. And going back to being involved with tasks, it's your truck too. You know, you have to know what's on it. You have to know that things are working. You have to make sure that it's clean. You know, you have to make sure that the hose is loaded. And so finding that balance is hard because initially uh, you, you, you want to have hands on and, I mean, you, and you should to a certain point, but then you should take a step back and, you know, I think it's super important and it's balance to find. So talk to me about your mustache club. I mean, you, uh, you know, I follow you on Instagram and right. tag this a little bit. What's yeah. that all about?
1: Yeah, it just kind of came about. It's, it's kind of funny. Cause, uh, you know, being uh, all this time off as a farmer, I'm sure most people understand you're always looking for a side hustle. And, uh, you know, last year, 2020, a lot of time spent on, on YouTube and I stumbled upon affiliate marketing. I started studying that and I kind of I, then I stumbled on where to make a logo. And uh, this thing had been in my head for a while. And it, for years, it's been me just trying to get guys to grow their mustache every November. You know just in a group and uh, and then one year I said, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna call it the original mustache club and, and make shirts, just kind of kidding around, and that was probably nine years ago. So I had this idea, I i found out where I could find a graphic artist to, to make up the uh logo for me. I drew a rough draft late one night, like, wasn't even planning on it. My wife didn't even know what was going on. She's like, What are you? doing you know and i sent it in i got it back and then it's just kind of taken off from there as far as uh you know studying the marketing i was learning about instagram and social media and uh one guy talked about like uh i think it's some of the k5 method or something where you you post five different categories on instagram so when i was thinking about what am i going to post uh, what am I passionate about? Well, I know I know firefighting, fire department, uh, what else? You know, I thought, well, I love leadership. So I just started putting leadership in there. And uh, you know, in my head I thought, hey man, this might be a great way for me to get my leadership message out there. And, and I've gotten good feedback on it. So it's it's not all just mustaches, it's a little bit of leadership, a little bit of uh self improvement and motivation, and then a lot of mustaches. But uh, yeah. It all just kind of came together. as like a happy accident.
0: and yeah, That's cool. Well, yeah. it's authentic, it's authentic, you know, and that uh, your mustache is and leadership and it seems random on the surface, but it's authentic yeah. and, you know, <laughs> and, and yeah, you get a good message out there at the same time. The branding is pretty good too. And you know, you got stickers, guys can throw them on their helmets and that's just pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's
1: fun. Community. You know,
0: I'm,
1: I'm just excited to, to see it get out there. I got one, uh, one shirt that went to Ireland. It's the first uh, international one. So you should, that guy should be getting a shirt here pretty soon. So I'm pretty excited to see, uh, see some pictures from that.
0: Where can people find you? What's the Instagram handle?
1: Uh original mustache club on Instagram and, uh, original mustache club on Facebook. That's as far as I've gotten. I do most of my posting on Instagram. It's where I've got the, uh, you know, the most success, the biggest fall. so it's worked out really well. we have had a lot of fun on there.
0: And if they want stickers or shirts, I'm sure the links right there on social media as well.
1: Yeah. Right now. uh, That's again, it's learning game for me. So everything's direct message guys, direct message me. I'll send them some stickers to get their address and, uh, working on figuring out a website. So that'll be coming soon.
0: Nice. And you're doing a challenge right now, right? I've seen a little bit of that on Instagram. Yeah, What's fun, that all right? about? It? Man, that, that's pretty hardcore. You work out twice a day, got to eat right, yeah, no alcohol, right?
1: Yeah, it's funny because uh, I've been looking at it for a while. And, and it was just, it's intimidating, you know, like two days. You always see you guys doing two days and you're like, oh, it's too much. And, and it hasn't been so bad, you know, The the hardest part was the first week I did a lot of running and I was super sore but I stuck it out and then after the second week it just it starts becoming easier and easier so really the 70 the entire 75 days isn't that hard and and it's not really a fitness challenge it's more of a mental uh toughness challenge I guess but it's one of those things where I think I needed it because I've been one of those guys that yo yos you know, I'm super focused and I lose weight and I get fit. And then I just go back to what I was doing and I, I gain weight again. And it's just been a up and down forever. And uh, so the, the philosophy of this guy, Andy Priscilla, is you. 75 days, by the time you hit that, you've changed your mental mindset to where you won't go back to that. And that's what I'm hoping because that's uh, that's been my pattern. So, and I already feel it. You know, the two a day. Sometimes it's a struggle just because I get busy. Like last night, I was in the gym till after ten, getting my second workout in, just because it was the last day at work. We were just so busy all day, and I didn't get in there. You got to be intentional. You know, if you don't you don't stick to a schedule, which is something I could do better at. You end up in the gym at ten o'clock at night. So.
0: Man, it's hardcore two a day yeah. for 75 days and no alcohol and none of the fun stuff.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I'm not big, not big into alcohol either, so sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm you know cheating a little bit because that part wasn't hard. You got to read a self development book every day, I always read anyway. So, mm-hmm. the the gallon of water, I'm about to I don't drink plenty of water, so I thought that would be harder, but when you're working out twice a day, that gallon of water is needed and it goes quick so
0: Mm -hmm. and you're seeing a difference in the way you feel and stuff
1: oh big big difference yeah it's awesome so you know a lot of uh what he promotes is he'll do the 75 hard and then be off it for a while but you have this mental shift where you don't go back down into that hole that's what i'm hoping for myself but then some guys do it two or three times a year so you take a few months off and then do it again. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's been awesome.
0: Well, Brett, I, I appreciate you talking to me today. Do you have anything else you want to share with listeners or anything else that's on your mind?
1: No, I think I think that's good. I appreciate your time. Uh, this is really exciting for me. I've always said I want to do a podcast. You know, I thought about doing my own, but I I uh just the nature of, of what I do, I don't think it'd be very conducive. And then when you came out with it, I thought, man, that's perfect. That's that's exactly what Air Force Fire Protection needed. So, you know, kudos to you and and Ben for doing this. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy listening to you guys. And it's been uh, it's been really cool. I think you guys are adding a lot of value to uh, the fire service as a whole. know, that's that's the goal, right?
0: Yeah, exactly the goal. You know, information sometimes gets lost in email or wherever and it's just another avenue another way for people to consume what's important you know and and it gives guys like you an opportunity to talk about your experience you know where you otherwise would have never had that opportunity yeah
1: and that's that's exciting that's cool. it's cool it's it's fun to get a message out there because you know i'm in it every day studying and uh practicing and just learning kind of trying to add value to others. And so this uh, this will
0: help me in in a way to also add value to others. So, yeah, I I think about all the people that are out there that have value similar to yours, you know, I mean, 27 years of experience and leadership struggles and you've overcome them and then fitness challenges and all these different things that people go through, you know, why not give them an opportunity to share with as many people as possible, you know, and there's somebody that's going to find value in it. So
1: yeah, that's what I I love that.
0: Well again, I appreciate you talking to me and Yeah. Have a good day. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Take All care. Right.